clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way, she will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find The Tower wherever you get your podcasts, or as an ad-free album on their Bandcamp, tincanaudio.bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with Part 4 coming soon. Hello, I'm Cody Michael Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello listeners, this is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Hi everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision and details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can. Filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. 
Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode contains particularly jarring sequences and very loud sounds. Please take a look at our content warnings in the episode description for more details if necessary. Viewer discretion is advised. Fascinating. Like Mars truth flame, they are beckoned to me once more, but they are bringing others. I perceive them. It is time to show them fear in a handful of ashes. I am a bit aggravated today. Not with the translation. Oh, no. No, I think I'll be able to handle this next Linkstone and Breach sigil. What's upsetting is just how often I have evaded death within a fairly recent time frame, only to end up back in this chair, in this office, pulling a familiar book out of the archival lab like nothing happened. Less than 24 hours ago, I ran so hard I thought my heart was going to burst, but I couldn't be worried about that because my alternative was getting buried under several tons of falling rock and permanently joining the pandemonium scenery. At least this time, Vo and her guards did us the teeniest favor and didn't immediately close the breach. I can't believe in that moment, with the sky falling and heaven flinging its gargantuan wrath down upon us, the thing that struck fear into me most was watching you disappear inside the breach and thinking we'd been cut off. No hope of ever returning home, unless we somehow survived within the breach's oh-so-comforting interior. Again. Low on oxygen, buried under rubble, no doubt, and just hoping the way would open. 
I don't know if you even bother listening to these translation recordings, Vaux, but I don't care to hide it from you anyway. I understand now that the Breach Worlds are extraordinarily dangerous. You've heard endless complaints from me. I'm not keen to be eaten or torn apart or made into a nest decoration for a moth I don't even remember seeing. That could all happen. But... But it is almost indescribable. The fear that takes hold when I realize just how impossibly lost we would be if the breach wasn't open to us. You take the Linkstone out on your side and... There's no hope. So, I'm glad you didn't abandon us. This time. Whatever befalls me, I'll not be translating one jot of this book if we ever get left for dead again. Even if I do make it back. Hmm. So there. I don't have anything better than that, so my impotent threat will have to do. Maybe now I can stomach finding the magic ingredient that gets us to the next death world. This next segment is most illuminating. I've skipped a few pages, only because the list of materials for a novel Kutul dragged on for a bit and finally broke away long enough to describe their next destination. At least... That's what I'm still guessing the previous list contains. The writing is still... truncated. Professional, maybe. It doesn't bother with flowery language, just a few brutal descriptions. I'm getting ahead of myself. I think you'll see why this is important to our next phase once I read it. Our boldness has come to fruition. We have not understood for so long, but we used the heart of the forest. Trees, I think. We used the heart of the trees to carry us to a new world. It burns up all it touches, but the effort was worth it. This place is horrid. The air chokes and burns and blots all from view. The creatures, though few in number, are many times greater than our pitiful host, and they are covered in great stony armor. It is everything we hoped for. In embracing suffering, we have gained knowledge. Our minds expand. We grasp outward, not blindly, but through the smallest of holes in a wall, and the light of understanding beyond reveals our shadowed thoughts. We remembered the warning left to us by those who remained with those who remained. Translator's note. This is the second time I've seen this expression. Those who remain with those who remain. I can't help but wonder if this is describing two separate groups. It seems odd that they would need to distinguish between those who stay behind and those who stay behind with them. I wonder if they're referring to their fallen, their honored dead. Plenty of traditions across many cultures about not forgetting those who have passed on. If that's so, 
this culture makes a point of leaving a few to watch over them. Worth noting. Resuming translation. We remembered their warning, but this yearning of ours will not go unrewarded. We will find a way. Discovering our surroundings here is difficult. The land fights us at every turn. But perhaps we may find a suitable offering. To aid us, we have raised up another servant, though we are too few and spread too thin to make an army. No, this is a simple beast of burden. They watch over us and warn us of danger. Nothing more. They are... Oh, interesting. This word here, a lamasu, a deity that acts like a guard or gives good luck. We might say like a guardian angel in modern terms. They are our lamasu. With their aid, our work continues. The next world, the next Nabalkutul, will lead us to a land we may prosper in. We cannot take on the burden of too many offerings. So much has been lost already. Yet one more. Yet one more. And we will find our home. They didn't find their home. Not yet, anyway. I am nearing the end of the book but there's at least one narrative segment remaining. They went through another list of materials, the one I found the Rhodonite on, but I've already skipped around to find that. For now, I know what we need. This heart of the forest that burns all it touches. I don't have a remote idea how it relates to a forest or a heart, but I know something that burns just about everything, all right? And the sigil corresponds with something liquid and silvery, if I'm cobbling the parts of this rune together correctly. <sighs> the implications are pretty clear. We're going in reverse. They use the Rhodonite in the next list, and once I translate the next section, I'll be unsurprised to find it's describing Gaia. I'd bet my bottom dollar on it, which means, since I'm missing the beginning of the book, I'm missing where it all begins. The reason they felt the need to travel so far in the first place. <sighs> Questions for another time. I need to let the team know the bad news. We're going to need to use the tiny bit of Quicksilver Lake material we have remaining. Unless the lake has miraculously survived the tremendous hailstone storm we left in our wake. But I should never hope for happy endings for these kinds of things, should I? At least, once I get done with the next segment, I can begin on the parchments left behind on Specimen 1. Here's hoping the language hasn't transformed too much in the countless eons. That's all for now. Shiwi! Guess we didn't need to look far. It's all gone. The tether is completely lost and buried. All that work for nothing. 
How is it so smooth? The way down the mountain was covered in loose rock and gemstone. Now it's like a skating rink out there. Do you think it started raining molten rock after we left? That's the only reason I can think of for this new surface to be so flat. But then it must have been hot enough to smooth itself out after landing. So how? Maybe. It could have rained down as a stream of plasma from the planet's ring. I don't know how else it would have formed like this. All I can see is how that works to our advantage. Did you notice you can almost see the whole way to Breach 3 over on the other mountaintop? There's just a thin layer of gas remaining on the surface. Whatever happened yesterday filled up the valley between the two mountains. That means no more rock climbing. Oh yay! We almost died, but at least heading to our next death-defying adventure will be easier. What's to say we won't take one step out there and disappear into a magma flow? Nothing at all, birdbait. And that's what we're going to find out. At least we know it's pointless to go searching for other materials. If it's not from the Mega Hailstorm, it's long gone by now. It's really ethereal in appearance. It looks like a fog bank covering a swamp of blood, murky orange, swaths of pink and black beneath. Is it all, Rhodonite? It sure looks that way. At least we won't have to worry about running out of that anytime soon for Breach 2. Yes. Blood of the morning bled from the stars indeed. Suit up, everyone. We won't have to worry about losing our way, but it looks like taking the suits is still a good idea. Check your tanks before we head out there and... Silas, why are you bringing a coat? It's not remotely cold enough. If anything, it's gotten warmer. I have a hunch about the next breach world. I'm starting to take advice from my forebears. So, I thought I'd prepare adequate countermeasures. Uh-huh. Want to make a bet on it? A bet? Absolutely. What are the stakes? I am so certain the next world will be covered in ice. If it's not, I will carry your backpack on the next trip for you. Oh, now I'm nervous. There's no way you could even make a trip like that, first of all. I've been getting better at hiking. And secondly, you never take anything except Vincula's recording equipment and, like, an extra pair of socks. And you're willing to bet on being a pack mule for a day? I am confident in my guess. Well then, if it is an ice world, I'll have to be your tour guide when you finally get your trip to Paris. Oh? You'd spare time for an old linguist like me? I will mingle with the commoners... For a day, at least. Think I remember enough. Might even get to learn something. Perish the thought? Not like I have to worry about it anyway. There's no way I miss this bet. That's why I only make bets where I win, bookworm. <laughs> Wait. Get that Wh- microphone stowed. Y'all are gonna chat the day away. Uh, yes sir. Yes sir. Wait, I mean, whatever, Papa Bear. Please, reporter. Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Recorder is on. What Ow. happened? Are you all right? Did you fall again? It's so. It's so slippery. 
Well, he's still complaining, so he can't be hurt that bad. Trip to the finish line, Silas. Get me off this planet. Well, if you're right, you'll be out of here soon. We're at the third breach. Come on, I'll help you. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't drop the link stone, did you? Drat. It looks like it's gone. Forever. Guess we'll have to go home and stay there. Please remain professional on comms, Mr. Caldwell. <sighs> Alex? What's going on? I'm getting some interference. Can you hear me? Breacher team? Breacher team, are you alright? Give me the binoculars. Breacher team, if you can hear me, give us visual confirmation. What are they doing over there? <coughs> are we back? Yes, I can hear you. Good. <laughs> Looks like Alex fixed us back up. Feel better now, Birdbait? <sighs> that was... Exhilarating. And strangely therapeutic. Told you. We're headed into the breach now. Looks like the linguist is still in one piece after all. Command, we may lose you, but we'll be deploying the backup recorder in a moment and logging our breach findings. Good luck, breacher team. Recorder on. And it seems to have survived isolation in the sample container. That's good news. Weird how it feels like we're going home, but it definitely doesn't go home. Or at least, we think it doesn't. Right? As ever, your guess is as good as anyone's, Jay. But I'm sticking with my bet about the temperature. Good thing the breach didn't get buried in the gemfall. Gemfall? Is that what we're calling it? Since it dropped mostly rhodonite, it felt appropriate. Eh, saves me some paperwork on naming days. I'm good with that. The more we learn about whoever worked with these breaches, the more it seems like that was a purposeful decision. The mountain peaks are probably safer against a... rapidly transforming planetary surface. I'd love to get some geological core samples from the mountaintops. If we can ever get some drills working. I'd be interested to know how the mountains survive, if this gem fall is a common occurrence on pandemonium. Is this a regular occurrence? Or more like a rare event like a volcanic eruption? I wonder if the gem crabs can dig themselves out of that much rock. The pressure must be enormous! Sure, why not? Everything else on these breach worlds has been surprising to us. I'm more worried about what happens after they do start digging out probably ends up breaking most of the solid crust down into the loose rubble we saw before. Good point. Here we are. Alright. Sample container opening up very gently. Everybody give me some space. I've... I've got the grab tool. You slipped and fell twice on the way over. You sure about this? 
Want me to go over the casualty logistics again? I'm easy to carry out if anything happens. I can do this. That's a pretty lousy reason, first of all. I don't know if- Let me do it. Alex? I've got steady hands. I proved it with the drone flying. Alright? I can do it. And I didn't hit my head on the way over. But- She does have a point. It don't sit right with me, but I know she can do it. Let's trust her, Silas. <sighs> Alright. Here, here you go. Best of luck. And please, be careful. I'm ready. Sample is open. Try to use as little as you can. Until we can find another source, this is all we've got. Wait for the activation sound, then brace for the opening pressure wave. I've got it. Gently does it. You got this, Alex. One drop at a time. Here goes. Wait. What? This isn't going to explode on the link stone, is it? Alex, for the love of God, why are you having these thoughts now? The liquid didn't react to the Quicksilver Lake Basin, so it should be fine on the link stone. Should be. Okay, I just gotta go one drop at a time until I hear the sound. Here goes. One. Two. You got this. Three. You got it. Brace, Alex, use the water. Nice work. Now put that thing down. Yeah, yeah. I I'm working on it. Do you... Do you guys hear that? Hear what? I don't... I... I hear it. It's gone now. What was it? I don't know. I'm glad I'm not the only one. We can talk about it once we're back, okay? God damn it! What? Do you feel that? The draft is freezing. Looking pretty bad for you, Flying Squirrel. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's get moving and find out. Sample is back in its container. I did it. I guess. Good work. Uh, one moment while I garb myself with something a little more weather-friendly. We're letting Birdbait go first, right? He might have dodged Linkstone duty, but we don't need him anymore, yeah? Don't be a sore loser, Cass. I got point. Jay, you got my six. Nice and easy, people. You didn't bring enough jackets for everyone's side? I thought... That might encourage Bo to make us all stay longer. Thinking about yourself and the Breachers this time? 
I prefer to think of it as a joint effort in the first place. Ah, yes, breaking new ground then. I hope not. We just received that ground. A gift from on high. It'd be a shame to break it so soon. Oh, look who's got jokes now that he's won a single bet. I ain't pipe down. I can see a faint light at the end of the breach. Fuck's sake, it's cold. <sighs> All right. Here we go. Let's see what you got for us, Breach World 3. Yeah, we sure as hell ain't staying long. There's snow and ice as far as I can see. At least there's not fog. But this blizzard isn't much better. The sky's covered in gray clouds, and the air is still breathable. I'm not surprised there anymore. Hey, you see that over there? Looks like a tree formation. No, those are fungal caps. It looks like a huge mushroom forest. Can't reach it today, but it's not far away. I think we should head back. <laughs> what was that? I didn't see it. Did you? Nah. It sounded like it went right over our heads. From on top of the breach. Whatever it was, let's hope it's gone now. I... I forgot about... what else that word translated into. What? Nothing! Nothing! I'll talk about it when we're back. We should leave. Now! Time to break out the snowshoes. Back to Bincula. Get the recorder pack, Silas. We're out of here. Got it! What have you got for us, Bookworm? Well, I wanted to try and distribute the information and theories I've made from our journeys and my translation thus far. I believe I've mentioned that while many ancient legends, stories, and myths might contain self-aggrandizement and religious trappings, there may be kernels of truth found within. A time or two, yes. These authors did us one additional favor and left out what feels like crucial details about the breaches, this novel Kutul, and the Link Stones. To them, while it was viewed as a grievous act, it may also have been common knowledge. Or at least utilized often enough that we have several of these breaches scattered around. So it's true Vincula has always known? I'm getting to that. Hear ye, hear ye. A series of theories and proclamations by Silas Caldwell. Ugh, I'm getting a headache already. Starting with what I know most solidly. These authors traveled in the opposite direction we are going. They came from the worlds we are heading toward. That was confirmed today, when we traversed from the land of choking air and stone-armored crabs to the land of water rocks and forest havens. They went from Breach 3's world to Breach 2's world. They came from further down, I guess you'd say. So you've been reading the book forwards, and they're just now making it to Pandemonium? There's only one narrative segment remaining in my translation. I strongly suspect it will describe Gaia, how the authors came to Earth may be revealed as well. 
if that's true, then that also supports my earlier theory I shared with you, Silas, about how the breaches might have led to Earth and there was at least some crossover of species sometime in the past. That could lead to stories being told of extremely rare cryptids or monsters, depending on how far this breach has traveled and how long they've been open. I can't help but see the connections to stories of cryptozoology I've researched and some of the species we've encountered so far. But you said that there was something about the third world that you had forgotten? So, what's in store for us? So, you know how they say, lost in translation? There was a quirk of the writing from Breach 3's world that I didn't quite realize could mean it's inhabited by ghosts. Missed that tidbit, did you? Well, look, the authors of the unknown language text used two words, Zakiko and Utuku, which I translated as a breeze, a gust of air, or a void. They can also mean a demon. A fiend, a spirit, something you can't see, malevolent even. Seems like an important detail to leave out, Silas. I was trying to convey as much information as possible, but I lumped this revelation in with the other, more allegorical elements of the translation. I thought we'd be mostly dealing with creatures, real physical plants and animals, their properties may be poorly understood, but tangible all the same. But now we've got straight up ghosts. I... I guess? I thought we'd be safe from the more fanciful elements of the text, but that's proving to be a false hope. Speaking of, are you going to mention what happened in the breach today? Ah, yes. I will, but I'm going to save that for later. That's one of the things I'm least sure about. I want to know what you guys heard, but I gotta know. Have we figured out if Vingula knew about what was in the breaches all along? It seems likely. They acted with purpose ever since the discovery of additional breaches. The second breach was an act of serendipity for them, but what exactly tipped Vicula off? The extra link stones? They already know what's in the book? Or a previous journey into Gaia they're hiding from us? Was my saltwater attempt all theater? Or did I really unlock the secret of opening the breach? And they're finding out as we're going along. So you're thinking the most likely thing is they already knew about the book's contents? Uh, not, not quite. Actually... Alex and I haven't found any trace of a prior translation on Vincula's system. Not that we would. But Vincula is wasting a lot of time leading us astray with these chases for extra materials to use the Link Stones. If they knew what we needed to open the way, why didn't they just hand them to us? Or point us in the right direction? More likely, they've had an idea of what these breaches would do. And the fact there'd be more but none of the specifics, which is where we come in. The goal has always been further down. They just didn't know how to do it. I think so. And if they tried before, they must not have gotten very far. Not even as far as the Ziggurat, 
very near to breach one on Gaia. Why, because we're the only ones crazy enough to break into the sarcophagus? Swipe the book and eventually bring back Bendy Boy? As much as that was a rash decision, I think it was correct, in Vincula's eyes. Again, if they knew about other breaches, but not much else, finding the ziggurat was a very good first sign. Hate to find out that it was all according to their plan, after all. I knew that didn't sit right with me. So, what else is in Breach 3? <sighs> right. So, this realm is covered in ice, and very difficult to survive in. They apparently managed to fish for their sustenance. I wonder if it's easier to reach liquid water below the ice crust in the mushroom forest. They mentioned here, living amongst the stalks or trunks for safety. So we're gonna have to make a run for it once we go back in. Good thing we're getting pretty decent at that. And we'll have to avoid getting dragged off into the night. I'm sorry, what? What? The authors describe several of their number being kidnapped by these unseen entities. I thought, again, this was a reference to them getting lost in a snowstorm, or... More wishful thinking on your part. <laughs> it seems like it. And? What happens even further? Assuming we even make it past Breach 3 to Breach 4. We'll obviously have to find the next Breach, which leads us to... One of the worst realms described so far. Rather than choking, this one stinks and is so abysmal, they describe it as, uh, let's see here. The dirt cannot bear it, and it covers us up in retribution. There's also a mention of maggots and filth. Ew, sounds like a dump. It's one of the worst locales, and was bad enough to warrant a Nabokutul. After the elders or priests, I'm not sure which, had time to study, the Perfectors of the Will, some entity that had a hand in how the rituals were carried out. Then, there's the first place I read about, containing something called the Hamau. What's that? The word means traitors, rebels, insurrectionists, people trying to take over. Evidently, the Hamau were bad enough the rest had to flee and continued long enough to eventually write the book. Oh, the world was a paradise, by the way. Some of the first words describe how suitable the land would be for them. Nice, finally! Until things took a turn for the worst. It started with a trial, I think? Someone was convicted for dereliction of duty, and then things got bad. Houses full of death, and people started disappearing. Sounds like a rebellion to me. Perhaps the offended individual was powerful enough to stage a violent coup. When the authors departed, they left the Hamau rebels behind. Along with... the jokes? Ugh, what is it this time? This word here is another one that doesn't really exist. It tries to use multiple Akkadian words. Jokes. Mocking. Jesters. Fools. Clowns, even? Who knows? It's a world of clowns. I'm already horrified. 
Why does that actually sound so much worse than any of the others? Probably because it's so vague. I don't know. It was hard enough to understand this tug-of-war translation effort between the unknown isolate and the Akkadian when it was all mythical or fanciful legend. Now it's turning out more and more literal. Our lives could depend on what this means. Slow down there. I get what you mean about the ghost translation thing. If you read this backwards, you'd be pretty sure you're reading the ancient equivalent of some $5 bin fantasy novel. But you're adapting your strategy, and now we can at least have a heads up on what's coming. That's more than we've ever had. But you're saying, on that last world, it was paradise enough to establish a civilization? They had trials and nobles and shit? Is that their homeworld? I... I don't know. And therein lies the greatest mystery of all. My translation starts halfway in the middle of a chapter, or bridge, or whatever you want to call it. The front of the book is missing. Without it, I am stabbing in the dark at the remaining language isolate, which is frustratingly intact, in the back of the book. But, I suppose, I'm going to have to do the same thing to Specimen 1's parchment. I don't have any Akkadian for that either. It's time to actually start trying to reconstruct the language. But without the first few pages, I have no idea why this all started. Why the Nabokutul exists, if the first world described is their home, of anything. It'll be a lot of guesswork from here on out. So, what about the whispering? The what? Huh? <sighs> right. The odd sound I heard. We heard now. I heard it in Breach 2 first, when we were still studying it. I thought... I thought it was Elizabeth. You came in Oh, and... I remember. You were pale as a sheet and shaking like a leaf. Yes. Normally that would be my... Typical reaction to being in the breach. Not my favorite place in the world. But I swore I heard something. Then we didn't really have a chance to hear anything because our first time on Pandemonium was a rushed one. Not to mention loud. But ever since, anytime we use the link stone and open the way, I hear it again. I thought I must be breaking down a bit. Too much anxiety, too many near-death experiences. Just the stress and the nerves finally getting to me. But then... I heard it today. It, it, it was really faint, but it didn't sound like any of the breachers. I didn't get to hear it long, either. It just kind of trailed away. And then we were more worried about Breach 3 and its spooky, invisible things. I So... You're saying it wasn't the ghost that whispered? Again, I don't know. I tried to go over my notes to see if I could find anything. There's a worrying number of references to religion and gods in regards to the breaches and the Nabokutul. If we think of them instead as higher beings, is it possible the Linkstone pedestal is like a communication device? The act of opening the way and creating the stones and the breaches. 
put you in touch with them? With God. You're getting in touch with God. I, I don't know. It's already crazy, isn't it? But Alex heard it. You heard it, right? I, I think so. I, Calm I don't... down. Calm down. I'm not saying either one of you are crazy. I was already a doubter once, and look at where that almost got us. I'm just thinking, it wouldn't even be that insane to imagine the authors of the book had help with all of this. We're already making big leaps of logic here, but supposing even they didn't quite know what they were doing? Then they could comfortably explain everything as an act of God. I mean, isn't that kind of how religions start in the first place? Something unexplainable happens and you chalk it all up to some higher power? When, in fact, in this case, it's maybe some hyper-advanced group, or, dare I even say it, a godlike individual who can make the breaches on their behalf. Then, that might also explain what you two were hearing. Like a faint transmission. I... That sounds a lot better than hearing from a deity, I guess. Although, if they're advanced enough to harness breach technology, what's the functional difference to us? Isn't this a textbook example of what not to do when presented with a potentially vastly superior civilization? Run straight into them? Yeah, I suppose. But now that we know it's here, we also can't just leave it be. If we can get to them, they can also get to us, right? So the more we know, the better. And that's why we're going to keep doing this. Is that what you're saying? I don't have another plan at the moment. If not us, then someone else, blah, blah, blah. You'll have your translation to give us a heads up on what's coming. It would be handy to know about the very beginning, for sure. Just in case we really shouldn't open one of the deeper breaches. Well, that's where you two come in. Me? Us? Why? You've already gained some trust here. And I'm not asking you to do anything too difficult or illegal. Well, no more than I'd ask of myself. That doesn't help much. You already have the rec- Uh, the little friend? Indeed. What I'm asking you to do is to keep an eye out for any sign of what became of the rest of the book. Was it lost? Destroyed by time's dread march? Never found, maybe. Intentionally torn to shreds? or hiding somewhere, perhaps in this very building. Because if it is hidden, then they had a reason to hide it from us. And we really need to know why, and more importantly, what it says. I'll do my best with the Dead Reckoning translation, of course, but this could mean a lot more than just having an idea of what the weather is like, however far down this goes. Um, that doesn't sound too bad. So I know how this usually works with Vo and Vincula in general, but have you tried just asking nicely? I I'm just making sure here. Alex. Yeah? Get the fuck out. Oh. Okay. I'm kidding, you big baby. Cassius, you can't joke like that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How else do you want me to react to all this heavy stuff? Will you forgive me, Alex? Maybe. 
Did you ask about the beginning of the book? I believe the only mention Vo has made to the missing portion is that it is, in fact, missing. Very helpful, that. And my queries before the rest of you even came here had the same answer. They, meaning the books and the stones, came from private collectors or archaeological digs. Vo has refused to be more specific, either about the locations or conditions the items were purchased in. It's not precisely taboo, but... I don't trust them. Can we even afford to? We need to do some of our own digging. I won't do it. What? I mean, I guess I can't make you do it. See how it feels? What do you mean? <laughs> I'll help you look. It's not sounding like the easiest thing to find, either. The same effort it took to hide the Breach Project was probably used to mask the origins of all of Vincula's artifacts. I haven't seen anything like that in specimen storage, but I'll try to do some poking around. I'll keep an eye out, too. And I forgive you, Cass. Sorry, I'm just getting a little overwhelmed by everything. This is a lot to take in. Yeah, I get it. I was kidding around, but having an experience like this can be a lot to process. I might have talked to aliens today! And there she goes again. She's fine, see? Everything's fine. Come on, Elliot! We're gonna get some rest before we go looking for E.T. again. Uh, who's Elliot? Uh, who's E.T.? Oh no. We're ancient. <sighs> you really are far too young to be doing all of this. You guys keep saying that. Let me put my materials away and I'll head out with y'all. Let me help. Oh, uh, thanks. So... Not even going to warn me to be careful, hmm? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, no. I don't think so. I'm at a point where I'm not very concerned about the artifacts. Why is that? In a way, I resent them. There's no reason to hate these things. They're just the messengers. Barely that. Just the messenger's tools. But the things I've learned from studying them, and the journeys we have yet to make as a result, leave me feeling like I'm on the edge of a cliff. I can see the way down. A tiny, winding trail looping down into the void. There are little outposts on the road, filled with sharp teeth and... Hopeless screams, spirits and insects, great crawling monsters and clouds of poisonous fumes. There is no safety on the road, but we must go down. And the trail ends in utter darkness. Something is looking back down there, but I have no idea what it is. What it could be, what it could mean... Hey. I'm... I'm just crazy, right? No. 
No. I want to poke fun at you and say yes. Really badly, trust me. But I'm thinking about it too, okay? I tend to get in the moment and let instincts do the work. Once we're in the breach, there's no time for anything but pure reflex. But I think about it a lot back here at Vincula. And I think the only reason I'm not shaking in my boots is I'm not alone. And you aren't either. If we go down into the depths, we do it together. Breachers are a team, remember? Yes, you're right. Now you're getting into the team spirit. I decided to listen to advice for once. Sober up a little. If it's to be certain death, no point in leaving anyone behind to slave over your monument, right? Then you'd resent their memory. Now who's picking a bad time for lousy jokes? If you've picked up my nihilistic camaraderie, I can acquire a taste for cynical impropriety. <laughs> Who are you calling proper, Buster? Never, you. Damn straight. Hey, Cass, you just got paged to the sample lab by Vo. Ugh, fucking hell. You can't leave me alone. Well, duty calls, I guess. You guys go on. I'll catch up. Actually, we were thinking... If you have Vo occupied... It might be time for us to get started on our SB... Ahem... <clears throat> on our little side job. Hmm, not a bad idea. You sure you guys don't need rest? Nah, it wasn't a bad hike today. Easiest one we've had yet. Basically flat the whole way. Okay. Watch your backs, and good luck. We will. We'll do our best, I'm sure. I'll see you all at the trailers tonight, then. Grandpa slipped and fell one too many times? Hmm, maybe. I promise not to put on my nightcap until I hear from everyone, though. <laughs> Alright, Silas. We'll catch you later. See ya in a jiffy. Bye, Silas! Godspeed. Time to worry about things. I have to reorganize my thoughts. Can't believe I almost had a mental break just trying to grasp the enormity of the breach situation and the mystery of the book's authors. I've been getting back into shape with the constant hiking, but this still feels like too much for any comfortable office dweller. Vox! I'm back! Ugh, not again. Did someone come by? Oh! There's a package for me? It's from... <gasps> it's from my mother! And a form letter from Vincula. Mr. Caldwell, you have received a care package from your relations listed on your emergency contacts. The package has been inspected and approved for release. Well, that's a surprise, but finally, a good one! Ugh, this makes me feel much better to hear from home at long last. Let's get Vox squared away and then have a look for ourselves. Knowing Mother Dear is she packed enough for everyone. Hmm, should I open it later when everyone's here? No, there might be a letter. And then Cassius will say, why don't you read it to us, bookworm? 
I best inspect the contents myself and then share it as a surprise. Vox? Vox? Oh, there you are. Hiding under the bed again. Aw, oh, they must have spooked you when they dropped the package off. There, there. It's alright. It's from Mom. You remember Mom, right? Feels like ages, doesn't it? I'm sorry they frightened you, but it beats leaving the box outside. I think it rained today. Everything smelled like wet pavement out there. Speaking of water from God himself, let me put a pot of coffee on, just in case anyone else finds anything, and we need to have a late night chat. Wait! Also knowing Mom, she may have packed some nicer coffee brands. I should open it now and see. Oh, I'm so tired of cheap grounds. Please, Mother, you would have my undying gratitude. Not that you don't have that anyway. You know what I mean. I can hear her fussing over me and teasing me now. It's been far too long. <laughs> Recorder is still intact. Looks like the sample containers work as a barrier for electronics. As long as we're willing to carry a little extra, we can start shipping fragile equipment over to Breach 3. Wonderful. We're going to need all the data we can get from the new Breach world. You've already indicated in your report that the surface temperature is quite chilly. We should be receiving cold weather gear from our supplier very soon. I expect the shipments to take no longer than 24 to 48 hours. The Breach Expeditions will resume upon their arrival. And no sign of the new Breach upon entry, was that correct? Correct. Well, if our linguist is to be believed, there will almost certainly be another Breach. You must locate it. The fungal colony you spotted may provide shelter for your team, but continue searching for the Breach and any sign of civilization, as always. You'll be carrying Alex's atmospheric instruments in special containers, along with the usual bevy of sample collecting tools and this recorder. Any further requests from the team lead? Blankets, bags, snowshoes, extra heating fuel to thaw purified water. Vincula wouldn't happen to have access to proton packs, would you? Proton? Don't worry about it. We'll figure that part out when we get there. This list is complete. Can I go now? That is... Something exciting? Grab the recorder. We need to get out of here. Huh? What? what the Grab fuck do you the mean? recorder and get moving. We need to. my head. 
happened. What? <coughs> what the fuck was that? Vo? Vo? Where? Vo, where are you? <coughs> Fucking hell. I gotta, um, I, I gotta, I gotta find everybody. Oh God, what the fuck happened? Was that a fucking bomb? I, I have to, fuck, I, I have to find the breachers. Okay, I'm gonna lift it up. Ready? One, two, three. Go! Go, 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 go! I'm out! I'm out! Can you move? Can you move? Can you move your legs? Okay, come on, here. Put your arm around me, come on. Yeah, I can walk. What the hell happened? We gotta get out of here. I, I don't know. Cassius, where is everybody? Bo's dead. She's gone. Her head, when the explosion happened, she, she was, she was there one second, and then, I don't, I don't know. What about the breachers? Yeah, yeah. We have to find them. Let's try and find the main entrance. Everybody should be headed there. Okay. Cass, Lizzie, thank God you're both alive. We're getting people out of here. Who are, who are we missing? I got everybody rounded up from this side of the building, I think. I found June. Jay's getting people outside. Where's Silas and Alex? Um, Silas! He went to his trailer. He should be out there. Then we're just missing out. Vo's uh, office! She went snooping and didn't come back yet. She's still in there. Lizzie, get outside. I can carry her myself. You need to stay outside, okay? I'll be right back. Cassius, wait. Jay, hey, Jay, Alex might be in Bo's office. Go with Cassius, quick, on the double. I'm here. Cassius, here, I've got the mask for the pandemonium equipment. It'll help us against the smoke. Put it on. On it. I got it. Let's go. Alex! 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 Oh, God. Alex, where are where you? Where are you? Alex, say something Alex. if you can hear me. 
I'll check her out. I don't think she broke her skull, thankfully. Must have been something that knocked her out. Cass? Cassius! Huh? Sit right there. You need to get that looked at. I'm fine. That's an order from your medic! You've done enough. You found everyone. Everyone? Hey, where's Silas? I haven't seen him come out yet. There's no way he slept through all of that. I'm, I'm going to check Cassius, on him. Cassius, no! Get back here! Jules, grab him! Shit! God, please be there, please be there. Fuck. <coughs> Silas? Silas? Silas, are you in there? Open the door! Silas? What the f- <coughs> Oh my god, Silas! Silas, no, no, no. Silas, no! God, what the hell? Oh my god, no. No, no, no. What's happening? Cassius, I'm here! Shh, shh, shh. Stay there! Stay outside, June! I- I'm bringing Silas out, you hear me? I, I hear you, I hear oh, God, you! God damn it, God damn it! God damn it! No, 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 no. Okay. Fuck it, please kill me, please kill me. Okay. God, why am I still carrying this piece of shit? I got him, I'm, I'm coming out! Help me, June! June, get the cat! What's happened, June?
What do you mean that's it? Th that can't be it. There must be more. That's- that's not- that's not how it ended. There was more. I- I know there was. I mean, maybe? I, I don't know. But- but you do. So, what do you want from me? Hey everyone, this is Stella Odom, creator and producer of Syntax for Twin Strangers Productions. Thank you so much for listening to our first season of Syntax. We are so grateful to have been able to bring this show to you and look forward to bringing you more in the near future. If you liked our show, you can vote for us in the Audioverse Awards, which will be ending on October 30th. More information can be found at audioverseawards.net. Syntax will return in early 2023. Thank you again for listening. Syntax is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share like 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed and produced by Stella Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. Silas Caldwell is played by Ty Vaughn. Cassius Thatcher is played by Beth Fung. Elizabeth Bellinger is played by Morgie B. Alex Yard is played by Jules Christine. June Dawson is played by Renee Helsel. Greg Washburn is played by Cody Burke. Jeremiah Woods is played by Eldrin Smith. Miss Evelyn Vaux is played by Kyla Crockett. Listen to other episodes, find our social media links, and make donations by visiting SyntaxPodcast.com. Rate us on iTunes and Google Podcast, and follow us on Spotify. Tweet us at TwinStrangersP with your burning questions, and engage with fellow listeners on our subreddit, r slash SyntaxPod. Thanks for listening. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.